Welcome to the Maria Heller Show, on the net since 2000 and still going strong. If you feel like you're not getting the real news, if you feel like you're not connected spiritually, you have found your home. Maria covers a wide range of topics as only a snarky New Yorker can. Straight up, no chaser. No censorship, no corporate sponsors, thus true freedom of speech. Your subscription gives you unlimited access as a member of the smartest audience on earth. Relax and enjoy the education. Now here's Maria. Good morning world, Maria here, alive and kicking. Welcome to the news, and as usual, there's plenty of it. But before I get started with the news, I have a few announcements. Next week will be Helen Highwater with Chuck O'Celli, and uh, Michael Rakia will be back on the show. I also want to give a shout out to Andrew over at Black Gamut Entertainment, who carries my show, and a big thank you to you and to your listeners. Today you're going to hear a show which is just me doing the news. So hopefully it will convince you to support the effort that I have put into this for 21 long years. Anyway, yesterday was Chuck O'Celli's birthday, so if you didn't get a chance to wish him a happy birthday, do so. And on Saturday, it's Monica Sepulveda's birthday, so you might want to wish Monica a birthday, a happy birthday. Because <laughs> a lot of people have been born in April, that's for sure. So happy birthday to both of them, and I'm glad that you're part of my life, all of you. <laughs> okay, so let's get on with the news, because as usual, there's plenty of it. A medical expert in the George Floyd trial testified that Floyd died from a low level of oxygen, which we all saw, Rebutting defense arguments that drugs contributed to his death. Rush Limbaugh did drugs. He got the Medal of Freedom. Just thought I'd throw that in there. But using the video from uh, Chauvin's arrest of George Floyd, arrest, a murder of George Floyd, Dr. Martin Tobin, a world-renowned expert on breathing, described how Chauvin's knees on Floyd's neck and side and his hold on Floyd's arms prevented Floyd from being able to breathe. Derek, uh, Derek Chauvin's trial is bringing down the blue wall of silence where cops never rat on each other. But uh, during the testimony on Monday, Minneapolis police chief didn't mince words condemning Derek Chauvin, who murdered George Floyd. An expert with the L.A. Police Department testified that Chauvin had used deadly force on George Floyd when no force was warranted. We all saw it, and yet they're still dragging this out into weeks-long trials when we all saw him murder him. But uh, Chauvin is no angel. He's been brought up on investigations over 17 times, so he's just the natural-born killer in my estimation. Let's go to Texas. Texas is investigating allegations that unaccompanied migrant children are being abused, sexually assaulted in San Antonio. Governor Greg Abbott called for the federal government to close the San Antonio facility housing unaccompanying migrant children after he became aware of the allegations of sexual assault. The people that are supposed to be welcoming our migrants into this country are a bunch of rapists and pedophiles. So another day, another mass shooting, this time South Carolina. Five people, two doctors, including two children, were killed in a shooting the suspect, I understand, is the son of a former NFL player. He was found after hours-long search for the attack in a, the South Carolina shooting. It left five people, including two kids and a prominent doctor, dead. 
The York County Sheriff's Office said the suspect was found in a nearby home. The uh, coroner said Dr. Robert Leslie, 70, and his wife were pronounced dead at the scene along with their two grandchildren, nine years old and five years old. A fifth victim, James Lewis, 38, from Gaston, was found dead outside. He had been working at the home when he was shot. Uh, the uh, York County Sheriff's Office spokesperson, Trent Farris, said a sixth person was hospitalized with serious gunshot wounds. So Joe Biden came out and said that all these gun murders in this country are disgusting and an international embarrassment. And he's going to move with executive action to change some gun laws, which made the Parkland shooting victims respond with joy, saying, we did it, over Biden's bold gun control plan. On Wednesday, the Biden-Harris administration said the president's committed to taking action to reduce all forms of gun violence, community violence, mass shootings, domestic violence, and suicide by firearm, as they announced a set of six initial actions to address the gun violence public health epidemic. Well, I, it's like every day I can't keep track of the mass shootings. The set of actions include the Justice Department within 30 days issuing a proposal for rules to help stop the proliferation of what they call ghost guns, untraceable weapons without serial numbers, an annual reports on firearm trafficking, and the nomination of David Chipman as the director of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. A statement from the White House said the Justice Department, within 60 days, will issue a proposed rule to make clear when a device marketed as a stabilizing brace effectively turns a pistol into a short barrel rifle subject to the requirements of the National Firearms Act. They also said in the next 60 days they'll publish model red flag legislation for states which allow family members or law enforcement or law enforcement to petition for a court order temporarily barring people in crisis from accessing firearms if they present a danger to themselves or others. So I don't think that that's unreasonable. I think there's a lot more they could do. Anyway, lawyers working to reunite those migrant families that the Trump administration separated without keeping track of them said they still can't find the parents of 445 children. The lawyers did find the parents of 61 more migrant children taken by Trump, but they believe the parents of 302 children who haven't yet been reached were deported to Central America under Trump the racist reign of terror. Kentucky, which has a Republican legislator and a Democratic governor, has now enacted a bill to expand voting rights, going against other states still trying to limit people from voting. The Republican Party is now threatening its supporters who pause in their giving. Remember Trump's uh, donation scheme where no one knew it was going to be recurring payments? Well, now if you cancel that, one re the Republican Party is saying, we'll have to tell Trump you're a defector. So they're threatening their own supporters, uh, and yet they get away with this, and people still send them money. Biden's tax plan would recapture $2 trillion in corporate profits from overseas. Treasury officials say that the Made in America tax plan would recuperate about $2 trillion in corporate profits into the United States that's currently derived overseas. I think that's another good idea. 
Well, let's go to Georgia, where you have the guy who stole the election from Stacey Abrams, blaming Stacey Abrams, by the way, for the uh, the baseball the baseball teams uh, changing their uh, their changing their open to uh, Denver. Well, he's the one also that said you can't give water or food to people waiting in line to vote, especially on in black districts. Uh, but he said that they could order food from Grubhub or Uber Eats. This is his idea. Basically, let them eat takeout. Why not let them eat cake? Anyway, this is after he passed the law criminalizing offers of free food or water near polling stations. Meanwhile, a coalition of voting groups, plus the ACLU, filed lawsuits against Georgia's election chief in response to the restrictions that also include barriers to mail-in ballots. And that's the way Trump votes, but I guess he doesn't want anybody else voting that way. All right, Tiger Woods, who they uh, made up all kinds of excuses for his car accident. Finally, the truth is starting to come out. He was driving over 80 miles an hour, twice the speed limit before he crashed on a road that a lot of people like to speed on so much that they actually have a, a stop ramp on it. He, was, uh, he hit a sharp turn, crashed on the Palo Verdes Peninsula in February, and his uh, report on the accident, which left him seriously injured, finally came out. The investigation determined the primary cause of the crash was driving at an unsafe speed for the road conditions and the inability to negotiate the curve of the roadway. Well, in my mind, twice the speed limit is considered reckless driving, and most of the time you lose your license for that. Well, just like the movie Jaws, <laughs> Mayor de Blasio in New York came out this week and said that New York beaches and pools are will open on time this year. This is a year after their reopenings were delayed because of the coronavirus. Summer, he said, is right around the corner, and we're gearing up for an on-time pool and beach season. All right, more attacks on Asian people, which I just don't get, but I do in a way, because it was Trump who started the whole kung flu bullshit on that. This time, an Asian woman was attacked on a Brooklyn street by a stranger who yanked her hair and swung his fist at her uh, and tried to pin her against a storefront, according to startling video surveillance. She was able to quickly break free as he twice slammed another storefront with his hand before walking off. This is all on Trump blaming COVID-19 on China, and his fans are too stupid to tell one Asian from the other or to know that this, this was a worldwide epidemic. Hello. Okay, <clears throat> the U.S. aircraft carrier, had, USS Eisenhower, has returned to the Middle East as the Suez Canal is finally opened. This says the Biden administration kicks off indirect talks with Iran over its nuclear program. We'll see where that goes. Okay, let's get over to the eyes in the sky. Tech giants Google, Oracle are going to monitor Americans who get the COVID-19 vaccine. The head of Operation Warp Speed told the Wall Street Journal that all Warp Speed, all, all warp speed vaccine recipients in the U.S. will be monitored by incredibly precise tracking systems. Yep, maybe they'll say no vaccine passports, but they're watching the people that are vaccined. Isn't that interesting? 
Last week, in a rare media interview given by the Trump administration's vaccine czar, offered a brief glimpse into the inner workings of the extremely secretive Operation Warp Speed, his public-private partnership for delivering the vaccine. During an interview with the Wall Street Journal, the captain of OWS, career big farmer executive Monsef Slaoui, confirmed that the millions of Americans who are set to receive the COVID-19 vaccine will be monitored via incredibly precise tracking systems that will ensure the patients each get two doses of the same vaccine and monitor them for adverse health conditions. Slowly also noted the tech giants Google and Oracle have been contracted as part of the tracking system but didn't specify their exact roles beyond helping to collect and track vaccine data. So they're going to make sure that you get those shots. Meanwhile, the White House says that they will not require Americans to to carry COVID vaccine passports. This according to the press secretary, Jen Psaki. She said that after Texas sought to limit their development because of privacy concerns. Well, they may not be giving you a passport, but they're tracking you. The government, she said, isn't now or never will be supporting a system that requires Americans to carry a credential. There'll be no federal vaccinations database and no federal mandate requiring everyone to get a single vaccination credential. Well, maybe she should tell that to Google and Oracle. Meanwhile, 246 fully vaccinated Michigan residents got COVID-19. Three of them died. Uh, They were fully vaccinated and later tested positive for the deadly bug, including three that died. The group whose cases were reported between January and March tested positive at least two weeks after receiving the last dose of the inoculation. A teenager was diagnosed with Guillain-Barr syndrome weeks after her first COVID vaccine, this time Texas, a few, actually was a boy, a few weeks after his first dose of the vaccine, which he said he believed the vaccine is to blame for, came down with Goulain-Barr syndrome. He said, I wanted to get the vaccine. A few weeks after getting the vaccine, he became weak and had difficulty walking. He was admitted to St. Luke's Health, where he was diagnosed with GBS. News reports did not disclose which shot he got. If you're in Florida, your situation's getting worse. A Florida emergency as phosphate plant pond is leak is threatening a radioactive flood. Remember when I told you the story first, Ron DeSatan of Florida said that it wasn't radioactive in his speech. He said it three times, and yet he lied like they all do, and it's threatening a radioactive flood. An official said it's no longer safe to be anywhere near Piney Point, millions of gallons of wastewater containing radium and uranium. But Ron DeSantis declared a state of emergency after a significant leak at the large pond at the old Piney Point phosphate mine threatened to burst a system that stores water polluted with radioactive materials. You can see the video of him saying that it wasn't radioactive over and over again, but everything out of a Republican's mouth, more than the rest, is always a lie. Another shooting, this time it happened near Fort Detrick in Maryland. A Navy hospital corpsman wounded two people in a Maryland shooting before being killed at nearby Fort Detrick. 
A Navy sailor shot and injured two other sailors at a facility in the Maryland city of Frederick Tuesday morning before driving to the U.S. military's nearby Fort Detrick, where police shot and killed him. The U.S. Navy tweeted the shooter was a Navy hospital corpsman, and Fort Detrick officials said he was posted at that installation. They identified him as Fahatum Gurmid Wuldesenbet, whose rank was E-4. And yes, we do have a gun problem in this country. Well, two teenage girls, if you can even believe this story, 13 and 15 years old, who have been accused of carjacking and killing an Uber Eats driver in D.C., got a plea deal and said they won't be held past the age of 21 or go to prison. Meanwhile, the guy is dead. Okay, They were charged with the murder and carjacking of the Pakistani immigrant killed last month while working his job delivering food. And they got a plea deal. Meanwhile, Mohammed Anwar, 66, died when police said the girls, armed with a taser, sped off in his car and he, as he clung to the driver's side with the door open and crashed seconds later just outside the ballpark of the Washington Nationals. Monday, the teenagers reached the plea deal that would ensure they won't be held past the age of 21 or placed in a prison facility. Pathetic. Our justice system, there is no justice. I don't know how many times I have to say that. It's a system of injustice. Okay, GOP fundraiser. Oh, I guess I'm up to the headline news, and there's plenty of it. So I'm just going to read you the headlines. GOP fundraisers threatened to brand donors as defectors to Trump in their manipulative and misleading campaign. Fox News, Tucker Carlson is facing blowback after defending the Capitol rioters as sad, disenfranchised people. Talk about sad. Who's sadder than that loser? North Carolina bill is ordering any school employee to immediately notify parents if a child exhibits gender nonconformity. This is, this is America 2021. John Boehner came out and wrote a book, Destroying Trump. He said he incited that bloody insurrection with the bullshit he's been shoveling for the past four years. The one time I agree with John Boehner. Mitch McConnell's wife, Elaine Chow, is too toxic for headhunters to find her work. Maybe she can join her family's cocaine business. Trump supporters that he's prepared to go to jail as he defies a city ordinance by flying an absurdly huge flag. It amazes me that his neighbors don't just destroy it. This will be fun to watch. Giuliani's son is being brutally mocked over his plan to run for governor of New York. <laughs> Unbelievable. They should all be running for the hills. And uh, in Road Rage psych Psychosis L.A., a shocking video emerged showing an enraged woman opening fire while she was stuck in Los Angeles traffic saying, anybody want to die? That's when you know it's time to turn in your driver's license and work at home. Matt Gates' staffers were sent videos of his outrageous behavior. They were sending the videos to other Republican officials because they probably all got their cheap thrills off of it. You know, the religious right that's going to tell everybody else what our morals should be and to report your children if they're 
their sexuality doesn't fit in with the fake sexuality, biblical garbage that they throw around in backwater states. An expert witness subtly poked a major host, a hole in Derek Chauvin's defense. They said how an alleged fake $20 ends in any force is beyond anybody. So you know that cop had it in for him. Study indicates that the January 6th riots were motivated by racism and white resentment, not election theft. Well, who didn't know that? All we had to do was look at the crowd and their leader, the chief racist of the United States, Donald the Con Trump. A solid majority of avid baseball fans are backing move back the moving the All-Star Games out of Georgia to Denver. Then they started lies that Denver was changing their voting laws the same, which of course wasn't true. And then uh, Kemp tried to say that uh, Stacey Abrams caused this. Stacey Abrams says she wanted the game in Georgia. Georgia's now going to lose about $100 million. And uh, this is the way the world works. I guess the fact we're a corporatocracy is starting to also come out in the open. The Department of Justice is investigating Matt Gates for his Bahamas trip with a pot purveyor who allegedly paid for their escorts. And let's see. Kansas and Missouri were offered $1.6 billion to expand Medicaid, but the GOP is refusing the money. The GOP doesn't do a damn thing for its people. That's just the way it is. Why people still even bother with them is beyond me. L.A. cops roughed up and arrested a black man because he smiled at them. While they were looking for a white suspect, they decided, this guy smiled at us, let's beat the crap out of him. L.A. Cops. Trump organization tapped a criminal defense attorney as Manhattan prosecutors are closing in on his crooked business deals. Some areas of the Honduras remain badly damaged after two hurricanes last fall, fueling a surge in migration. An apparent Israeli mine attack damaged an Iranian military vessel in the Red Sea, escalating recent skirmishes because Israel said that they would take on Iran or by themselves if they had to, if Biden tries to make a deal with them. Well, let's see them do it. All right, the Montana governor who rescinded the mask mandate is now sick with COVID-19. The dangerous virus variant has now spread to all 50 states. They say the worst of it is the UK variant. And another hate crime against uh, Asians. A mother and her child were pelted with rocks in the latest anti-Asian hate crime in California. But luckily they arrested that guy for a hate crime, which it obviously is. God, nobody's safe in this country. It's just insane. Fox News goes with screw all corporations messages after criticism of the GOP voter suppression bills. Well, I think all corporations supporting Fox, not news, should pull all their advertising and shut them down for good. An allergic reaction to far-right Christian nationalism is fueling a major decline in religion. So in a way, I guess we should be grateful that they're as crazy as they are. Joe Manchin, the poser, he poses as a Democrat, but believe me, he's not, is under fire for threatening to block the infrastructure bill over a corporate tax hike. 
Russian state TV is scared of Joe Biden and even speculating they may need to go to war. I guess they, uh, they lost their main man that they groomed since the 80s when Trump wasn't able to throw the second election. According to a Fox News interview, Trump is hanging Matt Getz out to dry after his train wreck Fox News interview. And Trump is facing brand new lawsuits that could bankrupt the family business. I understand he's law. He got knocked down on the Forbes list of richest people, 300 spots, and he's pissed off about that. Trump seeks to block Congress from seeing his taxes again in a new court filing. They should put his tax returns on the front cover of every newspaper in the country at this point. People are frustrated. Even Louisiana voters are ditching the Republican Party after the Capitol insurrection. And Mitch McConnell's hypocrisy is on bold display after he's telling CEOs to stay out of politics, but he does take their money, $4.5 million, just in the last few years. So he's another one that should stay out of politics. Military voters have also had enough of the GOP. There's a huge surge in people joining the Democratic Party. Former Salt Lake City Police Department Officer of the Year told the FBI witness that Trump is the rightful president. Yep, he said Trump is the rightful president, Officer of the Year. Water shutoffs caused nearly half a million COVID-19 infections, according to a new study, because in America you have to pay even for essentials. And if you don't, they don't care if you live or die. Georgia Republicans are doing their best to cancel black votes and then whine cancel culture at the backlash. But they're the kings and queens of cancel culture. Marjorie Taylor Greene is, believe it or not, raising money like crazy from the uh, Trump's flying monkeys. Say that Matt Gaetz scandal is a deep state attack because no women publicly complain. So that makes it a deep state attack. Okay for her. Russian skate TV, as I said, scared of Joe Biden. I like to repeat that again because I think it's great. Monumental miscalculation. Trump cost himself a fortune by refusing to divest from his businesses when he became president. Another thing he got away with. Entitled, Unpleasant Creep, Matt Gates Ripped to Shreds for Claiming a Witch Hunt is Out to Get Him. The Capitol riot was driven by white people who fear minorities are displacing them. And I have said this in my entire life. Maybe they're afraid that they'll be treated the same way they've treated minorities all these years when they're no longer the majority, which they're almost gone. Derek Chauvin's defense lawyer <coughs> wants to blame George Floyd's death on the witnesses, not the cops, because, you know, his friends might have been guilty. The carnage needs to come. A man accused of threatening Chuck Schumer over Trump's election lies pled guilty in court. Oklahoma stalker who left food and candy at victim's door assaults a woman and shoots her husband. Crazy world. Alex Jones' last-ditch bid to overturn his Sandy Hook defamation ruling went down in flames, which he should, and his whole show should, but unfortunately he's still around. And he reaps them in because uh, he can get people to create as much hate and psychosis as Trump does.
Ex-staffer says he can't provide any evidence to clear Matt Gates at a press conference promoted by Matt Gates. Matt Gates declared, I am absolutely not resigning as the GOP leaders are drawing a line in the sand. Uh, and uh, the uh, baseball league pushed back, saying Republicans falsely claimed that Colorado's voting laws were stricter than Georgia's, which is a lie. But everything the Republicans say is a lie. If you can get that, then you can understand what they're not saying to you. The NRA is claiming their court-appointed oversight of their funds would destroy the whole organization. Well, maybe it's time for it to be destroyed. Trump's low-rating Newsmax interview proves that his grip on our attention has collapsed. If I never see nor hear from him again, I would be super thrilled, as I'm sure everyone will. But he's fading into the distance, unfortunately not fast enough, and I'll be happy when he is in prison. More members of Congress, 10 more Democrats, are joining the Capitol riot lawsuit against Trump, and rightfully should, because it, the blame is right at his feet. And Vladimir Putin, Trump's lover boy, is now making himself set up to be president for life, which he's pretty much done all along. Now he has signed the bill allowing himself two more terms. So the people of Russia are stuck with him. And it's uh, just insane that this, that happens. But <laughs> this is the world we live in. So former White House insiders, let's get back to Matt Gates, or in Italian I like to call him Matt Stugatz, asked for a blanket preemptive pardon of the Trumps. Yep, he was one of Trump's most vocal allies during his term, pledging publicly his loyalty, and even signed a letter nominating Trump for the Nobel Peace Prize. Well, in the last few weeks of Trump's term, he wanted something in return. You know, the old quid pro quo. He asked the White House for blanket preemptive pardons for himself and other unidentified congressional allies for any crimes they may have committed. Uh, Trump said that Gates had never asked him for a pardon, but he said it also should be remembered he's totally denied the accusations against him. Well, Trump's denied all his rape allegations, but that doesn't mean they weren't true. Well, as is pretty customary with Trump and his crowd, their own words once again appear to contradict themselves, given that back in November, Gates actually publicly asked Trump to issue blanket pardons for all his allies, including himself, to protect them from the bloodlust of their political opponents. Now, innocent people don't do that, by the way. He said Trump should pardon Michael Flynn. He should pardon the Thanksgiving turkey. He should pardon everyone from himself to his administration officials to Joe Exotic if he has to. So the big question is, which liar do we believe? Trump, the king of 30,000 lies in four years, or Gates, who's lying through his teeth, uh, which is evident. So like I always say, <laughs> you want to know when a politician's lying, his lips are moving. Okay, I'm going to take a short break. I'll be right back. Got lots more news. Hi, Maria here, and I have a message due to the pressure of the times we're living in. I'm calling on all students and millennials to get the education they need to fight the fascism taking over our world. 
I've made a special subscription offer for students and for seniors on a limited budget. For just $9.99 a month, you can subscribe and get that education. Over 500 hours of real education that's necessary to understand the world, the problems, and the solutions. Remember, knowledge is power. Together, you can change the world, but to do so, you must be informed of what's really going on and have real facts to support you in your endeavors. It's time for all the grandmothers to take a stand and teach the younger generation what their life could be and how to get there. Help me help you. One person cannot do it alone, and the guidance you seek is right here at www.maria.net, M-E-R-I-A.net. Your generation is the generation we've been waiting for, so let me help you. Thanks for listening. Okay, welcome back. Let's get back to the news. San Francisco School Board suspended renaming their public schools. They voted to suspend the renaming of a third of the city's public schools that said honored figures linked to slaveholding, colonization, or oppression. The vote came after the decision to rename 42 schools honoring individuals such as Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, and Dianne Feinstein set off a political furor that subjected the school board to local and national ridicule. Well, the school board's expected to return to the renaming issue later after students are back in classrooms full time. Uh, but I can tell you this, every show I watch on TV, uh, and uh, one doctor show I watched last night, they were covering systemic racism, even in the hospitals, in every system we have in this country. And at one point, the doctor actually took the photos off the wall of the hospital. Uh, the show is called New Amsterdam. Uh, that basically were all the white doctors who were even performing eugenics experience, uh, experiments on black people in the photographs. Uh, so it's amazing how all these issues from COVID to everything else going on, guns, guns, and racism, are showing up in regular TV shows now. Okay, let's get to uh, Putin's enemy, Alexei Novani. He is now seriously ill on a prison sick ward, according to his attorney. He confirmed the opposition leader is seriously ill after reports emerged that he was transferred to a prison sick ward for a respiratory illness and had been tested for coronavirus. But slowly but surely, you know that uh, Putin wants Novani out of the way. Britain said they will offer alternatives to the AstraZeneca vaccine to adults over 30 because it has that possible link to rare blood clots. There's nothing possible about it. It's caused blood clots. Uh, the European Medicines Agency stopped short of advising that use of the vaccine be curbed in the 27 European Union countries, but the developments were a setback for the world's most widely used vaccine and a blow to more than 100 countries, relying on it to save lives during the surge in the coronavirus cases, which, as I understand, Brazil is having the worst time of it now because they have a Trump in office called Bolsonaro, who refuses to do anything about it. All right, a new federal lawsuit was filed Monday accusing Rochester police officials of allowing a culture of police brutality against racial minorities to fester and asked a court to force reforms. They're alleging years of brutality 
by Rochester police. More than 100,000 people signed a petition urging Walmart and Amazon and other retailers to pull MyPillow's products. I thought that they already did. Mike Lindell, crackhead, is saying that uh, his uh, stand that Trump, you know, now he's saying Trump will be president in August, cost him $65 million. I can't believe it because his pillow's a crap. Anyway, Mike Lindell continues to spread the voter fraud conspiracy theories, even though he's being sued by Dominion. And at least 22 retailers have already cut ties with his company. And let's go to the uh, scaredy cat, we would call him when I was a kid in Brooklyn, Wayne LaPierre, the leader of the uh, NRA, who uh, ran and hid on his luxury yacht because he said he, it was the only thing that made him feel safe after the mass shootings at Sandy Hook and the Parkland school mass shootings. This is his defense in court. After lying for decades to the public about how safe guns made us and getting rich off the carnage, he told the uh, judge that only being on the yacht made him feel safe. He said, I remember thinking after the shootings, thank God I'm safe. Nobody can get me here. He hopes the NRA bankruptcy will rebuff the New York Attorney General's lawsuit. So uh, I guess uh, maybe he didn't have enough guns to defend himself. He was such a scaredy cat. Kind of like Ted Cruz running to Cancun. And in the world, if you can't make this up, Republican women who constantly revolt against themselves is a woman's group that has now tapped the pedophile uh, sex trader, Matt Gates to headline an upcoming event at Trump's golf course uh, in mid-April even though he's being investigated on his alleged sexual relationship with a 17-year-old and may have breached federal sex trafficking statutes. The Department of Justice also probing whether he paid women for sex on various visits to Florida. And Gates sent out fundraising messages to his supporters in response to the investigation. Well, the event is called the Save America Summit, hosted, for, hosted by Women for America First, women who were heavily involved in the uh, rally that preceded the January 6th Capitol insurrection. They're the ones that secured the permit for the gathering, where Trump delivered his address to his supporters, who then stormed the Capitol. And this is how they're defending hiring Matt Gates. Representative Matt Gates has been a fearless leader in D.C. Few members of Congress have been more willing than Matt to stand up and fight on behalf of Trump and his agenda, America First agenda. And they're honored to have him there. America First. Yeah, he destroyed America First, and given enough time, he would have destroyed the world. Arkansas. God, these backward states has now become the first state to outlaw gender-affirming treatments for trans youth. The GOP-dominated Arkansas General Assembly voted to override the governor, who is a Republican, Asa Hutchinson's veto of the anti-trans bill that even he called a vast government overreach. But the Assembly, General Assembly decided to overrule that. Well, the ACLU is already on it with a lawsuit. And uh, let's go to the state of Texas. Texas courts now are opening the floodgates for evictions. 
The Texas state court system signaling it'll no longer enforce the federal order aimed at stopping evictions during the pandemic, the Christians of Texas, clearing the way for landlords to push ahead with tens of thousands of eviction cases that have been on hold. And yet we call ourselves a Christian nation. Joe Biden is launching a massive funeral assistance program for pandemic victims. It'll give up to $9,000 to cover the burial cost of each American who died of the virus, the largest program of its type ever offered by the federal government. And that is a good idea, because not only are you gonna, your loved one's going to die, but then you've got to figure out how do you pay for it. And quizzed on that Iranian ship blast, Gantz in uh, Israel, said that Israel acts wherever there's a need, openly admitting that they're the ones that hit the ship. Defense minister refuses to comment on the specific case. His remarks came after a U.S. official attributes mine action on the alleged Revolutionary Guard ship directly to Israeli naval commandos. But they're always the innocent ones. The Brooklyn District Attorney will move to dismiss up to 90 convictions that a former police officer charged with perjury helped to secure. Because cops lie, you go to jail, and when they get caught, then the uh, convicted get free. Too bad that doesn't happen often enough. California said they're aiming to fully reopen its economy June 15th, more than a year after the pandemic shut down the state. And where has Merrick Garland been? Well, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland's deliberately staying out of the public limelight as he works to restore the credibility of the Department of Justice, which Trump and company totally destroyed. Not only the credibility, but the morale as well. So Texas wants to follow Georgia. So we'll see what happens there. Voting rights are being pushed in Texas. Texas political leaders and voting rights groups are calling on corporations in Texas to stop making campaign contributions to Republican lawmakers as part of an effort to thwart the GOP state legislators' attempt to pass a radical new round of voting restrictions. The groups are mimicking a pressure campaign that started in Georgia, but they were too late there to stop the law's passage. Well, it's up to Biden, as far as I'm concerned, to pass a national voting law and get rid of uh, all these different uh, rules and regulations in every state. It should be the same countrywide. Well, White House is again quietly boosting aid to Palestinians, which is something that Trump cut off because he's a racist. Some in Congress are crying foul because they're bought and paid by Israel. Biden administration announced tens of millions in aid to Palestinians for the first time in two weeks, and some Republicans are preparing to challenge the move. Because as Cynthia McKinney made very clear, uh, Congress, they all signed their pledge to Israel first. Okay, the U.S. is considering a boycott of Beijing Olympics over China's human rights abuse. Talk about hypocrisy. They uh, said we might boycott the Olympics because of China's repression of minorities and other egregious human rights abuse. Look who's talking. State Department spokesperson Ned Price said the U.S. would consult with other countries to see if a joint boycott could be staged. 
Do they know that the rest of the world sees our newspapers every day and also watching the George Floyd case? The Washington Post redacted facts about Israel's destruction of COVID-19 clinics, another genocidal way to kill more Palestinians. The uh, Post claimed, in spite of clear evidence to the contrary, that Israel had never destroyed Palestinian COVID clinics, but in fact, Israel's guilty of this and a multitude of other human rights abuses as the pandemic rages and with financial support from the U.S. So there you have it. Israeli soldiers killed a Palestinian man and injured his wife near Jerusalem. A Palestinian couple following Israel, they were following Israeli soldiers' orders. One ended up in the morgue, the other in the hospital. Israeli military opened fire on their car near a checkpoint in Palestinian territory, not even in Israel. All right, let's go to Joe's immigration plan. It would make citizenship available to millions of unauthorized immigrants. Democratic members of Congress rallying behind it have said it would establish a more inherently American system, arguing implicitly that the Trump administration's overtly stated preference for white immigrants, or no immigrants at all, was an aberration from the past. The first American immigration laws were written in order to keep the country white, a goal that was explicit in their text for more than 150 years. And now you got white fright. Well, that New York City dormant that didn't help the Asian-American woman who was attacked in front of the building got fired for not coming to her aid. Actually, it was a pair of New York City doormen that got fired because they didn't help the Filipino woman who was brutally attacked in front of their eyes by a homeless ex-con who also spewed racial insults at her. The Brodsky organization announced the dismissals a week after the video surfaced. The men, both union workers, were initially suspended in the aftermath of the assault. Well, what kind of men stand by and watch a woman get the crap kick out of her? Okay, more news out of New York. A Brooklyn ex-con shoots three women dead, including his girlfriend, then kills himself. And their daughter, nine years old, ended up calling the cops. So there you go again. Every crazy person seems to have a gun. Six dead in a Texas murder-suicide after brothers made a pact. Two brothers made a suicide pact. But first, they fatally shot their sister, who was headed to college in the fall, their parents and their grandmother, according to the police. Six people found dead inside an Allen, Texas home in what police are calling a mass murder-suicide. Let's get back to George Floyd. They're trying to, uh, they're trying to intimidate George Floyd's witnesses and his friends. George Floyd's pal is now fearing third-degree murder charge if he's forced to testify in Derek Chauvin's trial. They want to blame him for giving him the drugs, I assume, but it wasn't the drugs that killed George Floyd. No one should ever make that mistake. One of the passengers who was with George Floyd the day he died could be exposed to potential third-degree murder charge if he's forced to testify, according to the man's attorney. Lawyer Adrian Cousins said testifying about any of his actions, including whether Morris Hall provided drugs to Floyd, could lead to a series of criminal charges. Unbelievable. Blame the victim. Victim blaming is the way the system of justice doesn't work in this country. Okay, 
Let's go to a Manhattan 7-Eleven worker who was pummeled by a shoplifter who was calling him an Asian motherfucker. A Manhattan 7-Eleven worker pummeled by a black male shoplifter who called him an Asian mf during the caught-on-video attack. He tried to steal something from a 7-Eleven on 8th Avenue near 37th Street and was confronted by the 26-year-old worker. Well, the cops released the surveillance video of the attack and asked the public's help to identify the assailant and track him down. Unbelievable. So, mummies on parade. I mentioned it the other day when Cairo was moving their royal mummies. I had said it too. I said, are they going to release the curse? So obviously I wasn't the only one that thought that. Curse or no curse is the name of this article. Cairo's mummy parade goes smoothly. Cairo's procession of royal mummies roused national pride amongst Egyptians, though observers warned that disturbing the dead may have unleashed the curse of the pharaohs. Well, it looks like the curse of the pharaohs was unleashed on this whole world quite a few years ago. All right, after his day in court, Netanyahu railed at prosecutors and calling it an alleged coup attempt, just mimicking his pal Trump. He said the probe against him was illegally open with the goal of removing him from power. He's claiming the cops and prosecutors are trying to trample democracy, attempting to annul the electoral's will. Sounds just like Trump, another sore loser who they should be glad to get rid of soon. All right, ruling by Senate parliamentarian opened up a pathway for Democrats. A new decision from the U.S. Senate nonpartisan parliamentarian, nobody voted her in or out, but yet she has all this power, means Democrats could advance more of Biden's agenda without the support of Republicans. Uh, I guess you only need now 51 votes for the budget instead of 60. And uh, I guess this now rules the Senate can pass more bills with simple majority including Biden's infrastructure plan. So in a way, Democrats just got an unprecedented blessing from the Senate's parliamentarian regarding reconciliation and the implications for infrastructure could be huge. Well, we'll see what happens. All right, and the war on women doesn't just happen here in America where they want women to have the death penalty for having an abortion. Uh, or the rapes in our military of that one woman I reported the other day who was raped 22 by 22 of her own, uh, her own service members. But this is around the world, and rape is even used as a tool of war, so let's go to Ethiopia. Ethiopia accused of using rape as a weapon of war in Tigray as new evidence emerges of massacres. The women that have been raped say that the things that they say to them when they were raping them is that they need to change their identity or at least leave their status as a Tingria. And then they've, they've come there to cleanse them. So I guess in these men's minds, rape is cleansing women. Joe Biden's moving up COVID-19 vaccine eligibility to all adults to April 19th. They say, actually, if you see any of these places open, just get online and get a shot if that's what you want to do. Matt Gates once again, desperately fought to keep sharing his revenge porn legal, according to an ex-colleague, former GOP Florida State Representative Tom Goodson, who fought to outlaw non-consensual porn, said that Gates repeatedly tried to block his bill. 
because he believed people who get sexual images have every right to share them. And he's special. Stephen Miller's still around. I don't know why. He embarrassed Trump by posting a photo of him breaking his own boycott. You know, while uh, Trump's got a, you know, his photo ops at his make-believe I'm still president desk at Mar-a-Lago. Stephen Miller was there with him while Trump was telling people to stop drinking Diet Coke. And there was a very clear picture of the Diet Coke right on the desk with Trump less than a, a week later after he's telling everybody else to uh, boycott. Only thing we should boycott is anything Trump. New York Attorney General is slamming the NRA bankruptcy as a masterclass in bad faith as their trial begins. With, I was hiding on my yacht because I was afraid, Wayne LaPierre, credibly accused of using the embattled gun group as his personal piggy bank, funding extravagant private jet trips to the tropics and African safaris with donor money, amongst the other troubling revelations, which they say are going to get even worse. All right, one of many that should be facing the same thing. Former Trump official fined and temporarily banned from holding office over Hatch Act violations, which they all violated, especially Kellyanne. But this isn't Kellyanne. On Tuesday, Forbes' Andrew Sullender reported that Lynn Patton, the former official in Trump's Department of Housing and Urban Development, the woman who was not qualified, she was just a former wedding planner, she's been sanctioned for violating the Hatch Act, the rule that prohibits most executive officials from campaign activity. Her penalty, a joke, includes a fine of $1,000 and a ban on holding federal employment for four years. What a joke. The punishment stems from her using her official office to create a video for the 2020 Republican National Convention working to help the Trump campaign using federal resources. <laughs> like I said, she's the first of many. They were breaking the Hatch Act like it didn't even exist. Harvey Weinstein, another rapist, is appealing his sexual assault conviction in New York. He's formally appealed his rape conviction, arguing it's invalid because of a biased juror, presidential, prejudicial witnesses, and several errors committed by the judge. He was convicted of rape and a felony sex crime in February, sentenced to 23 years in a New York state prison. He's also charged with sexually assaulting five women in Los Angeles and Beverly Hills. A hearing that could lead to his extradition to California is scheduled for later this month. All of them birds of a feather. Baltimore stopped prosecuting small crimes and the result was a big drop in crime overall. Baltimore City uh, State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby said the city will no longer prosecute for prostitution, drug possession, and other low-level offenses. And it's about time. A pipeline company issued a broad subpoena to news sites that covered the protest against it, because they don't want you to see what they're up to. Last week, members of the nonprofit news organization Unicorn Riot received a subpoena from the pipeline giant Energy Transfer, seeking a wide range of documents, including news gathering materials, to identify sources. So while those two teenagers that killed that guy are going to do less time for murdering an Uber Eats driver, 
a black woman is going to serve five years in prison because of her ballot. Yep, this is what happens. When you're black, they throw the book at you. Her ballot didn't count. She faces five years in prison for casting it. Crystal Mason went to vote uh, in 2016 after her mother insisted she make her voice heard in the election. When her name didn't appear on official voting rolls at her polling place in Tarrant County, Texas, she filled out a provisional ballot, not thinking anything of it. And because of that, she faces five years in prison. And that's America. New York City's millionaires would pay the highest combined local tax rate in the country under a tentative state budget deal spurred by the pandemic. Cuomo's long resisted this move, arguing it would drive business out of the state, but coronavirus-related revenue shortfalls created sudden momentum. A New York City family was traumatized the same way that they killed Breonna Taylor. Luckily, they didn't get killed. But they were traumatized after the New York cops did a no-knock battering ram raid in their queen's home. Tawana Brown said she still can't sleep through the night. She and her family still can't get over the shock of a no-knock battering ram raid by New York cops who didn't find the drugs they were convinced her nephew was dealing. She said when they were leaving, I heard one officer say, well, this was a bust, and said they were sorry for their inconvenience. And these no-knock raids need to be illegal throughout the country, but yet they still happen. All right, here's another story. Let's go to Melvin Bates and his lawyer. It means a lot because I suffered. His prison term is over, but the New York City dad is suing to clear his name of drug charges. Melvin Bates and his lawyer filed a new motion to overturn his conviction based on allegations that the arresting officer, Mark Lewis of the 113th Precinct, lied repeatedly about the arrest in Jamaica. He said, I did nearly seven years knowing Lewis fabricated his testimony and the conviction was obtained falsely. This court system covers up police misconduct. Well, isn't that the truth of it? Former Trump's communication advisor, Anthony Scaramucci, is joining CNBC. They must all be getting desperate for uh, faces, because why would they put this jerk on TV? Anyway, his 11-day stint in the Trump administration became a marker for quick turnover. He's now joined CNBC. He's going to serve as a contributor on the network. wonder if he asked Trump for a pardon. All right, Democrats are offering new details on their plans for raising corporate taxes. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who used to run the Fed, called for a global minimum rate to deter tax avoidance, while top Senate Democrats released a plan to raise taxes on multinational corporations, and they should. New York State lawmakers are nearing a deal to raise taxes on residents who are paid more than a million dollars a year. And let's go to another one of Trump's flying monkeys. Trump fan indicted for dragging a cop into the Capitol mob. Jack Wade Witten, arrested last week after he was identified, as the Trump fan captured on film dragging a D.C. police officer by the neck down the steps of the Capitol into the violent mob. Online sleuths nicknamed the suspect Scallops because of his distinctive gray backpack, Federal prosecutors want him held until trial. Maybe they should drag him down the steps by his neck a few times. 
Okay, a second breach, a possible second breach in that Florida radioactive waste pond I talked about at the beginning of the show has been discovered. A drone discovered the second breach in the Florida reservoir of polluted radioactive wastewater as more pumps were headed to the site to prevent a catastrophic flood. And last but not least, Surveillance Nation. A BuzzFeed News investigation has found that employees at law enforcement agencies across the country ran thousands of Clearview AI facial recognition searches, often without the knowledge of the public or even their own departments. So that uh, police state that I told you was coming, you know, over 20, 30 years ago, guess what? It's not coming. It's here. And if you're the wrong color, they're going to sit on you first and hardest, but eventually they'll get to all of us. Anyway, whatever it is you're doing this weekend, before you get to do it, come on over. You're right here on my site, maria.net. Hit subscribe button and subscribe and support the show. Anyone listening because of economics being what they are are free to take advantage of the 9.95 rate on site. It helps me keep paying my bills and helps me keep bringing you the news. So stay safe, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening and supporting The Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom, only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net Often imitated, never duplicated. A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.